Welcome to the Weekend Entertainment Edition of the Literature and Film Podcast, a.k.a. The We Laugh. Our mission is to inform you of the latest entertainment choices for the weekend ahead, either at the cinema or streaming at home. And now, from a remote location on the East Coast, in the heart of Flying Bull Productions Studios, your host, Richard Lusk and Ryan Bull. To laugh episode one eighty seven. It's a wee laugh for Yay. the October Uber fourteenth weekend. I'm your host Ryan Bull. Joining me across the table is the <laughs> other host Richard Lusk. How are you, sir? I've been promoted. I see to other host. Yeah, I mean it's still on a temporary basis. Right. We'll see how it goes. We'll have a reevaluation later this I, year. I'm ecstatic. You're ecstatic. Uh, finally, a weekend where you're looking forward to the movies coming out. I know for the last three or four weeks, there hasn't been much for you to go and recommend seeing. Yeah, I can't wait for Max Steel. <laughs> no, actually, I I think you want to see The Accountant, right? Yeah, I'm looking forward to The Accountant. Uh, this is the Ben Affleck starring film from director Gavin O'Connor, who gave us Jane Got a Gun, that we both hated yes. last year. But he also did the MMA classic Warrior, as well as the hockey film Miracle. The film also stars Anna Kendrick, J.K. Simmons, John Berthall, and John Lithgow. And in the movie, Matt Damon, or I'm sorry, Ben Affleck, plays a math <laughs> savant who uncooks the books for a dubious client. And in addition to being their accountant, he's also their hitman. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I think that the I haven't watched enough of the trailers to know because I watch enough of the trailers to find out if I mm-hmm. want to see the movie and then I stop watching them. I don't know if he's working for them or against them when he starts using he's all the weapons. He's quite good with weapons. He has quite a bit. And then the Treasury Department's also like trying to. Close Led in by J.K. Simmons. Yeah. So I've been waiting for him to be in another good movie since Whiplash. Yeah, very buff J.K. Simmons. That Andrew Kendrick's got a lot of range, man. Big fan of Anna Kendrick. More range than the Andes Mountains. <laughs> uh, so, so you are looking forward to this film? Yeah, I think that we'll probably do a review of this, right? Yeah, and you apparently started watching the trailer and closed your eyes because it started to get too good. What made it so good? I know that I've I've seen the trailer like 15 times, and usually I stop watching it around the same time. I think it's when the kid when they're showing the flashback to when he was a kid. The father's sitting in a car with him. I think it's raining. Mm-hmm. The father's like... Uh, he's giving that speech like you you hear from Chris Kyle's father in, in the uh, American Sniper when he's like, you know, sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. And then I think there's a shot of him going out and, you know, kicking some bullies' asses or something. And I was just like, all right, this is good. It's got me. I'll <laughs> stop watching it. So that combination of, uh, like, I, I think that I'm attracted to isolated characters. Oh, okay. That uh, goes back to uh, Hunt for the Wilder People. And my favorite movie, one of my favorite movies of all time, a movie I can't stop watching when it's on, is Castaway. Mm. It doesn't get more isolated than that. And I think it's just, I think that there's this sense of isolation that maybe I share with the characters or that I'm intrigued by in some way. And there's something about that guy, like, being in a world that he can't really comprehend, trying to make control, trying to control it in some way. And he does it through. Uh, I suppose, math and shooting people. Fair enough. Not uh, that many famous accountants in movies either. No. No, the accountant's not a glorious position. Uh, the only one I could think of was Andy Dufresne from Shawshank Redemption. 
Uh, you got the accountant and the untouchables. Right, but I don't remember his name. There's uh, Jonathan the Duke Mardukas from, uh, oh, the movie with, uh, I don't think you've watched it yet, with Charles Grodin. Oh, Tony C's going to hate us. Robert De Niro and Tony's Midnight Run. <sighs> Finally, I got that out. Yeah, I haven't seen Midnight Run yet. Famously, Lee Van Cleef was an accountant. Huh. Yeah, Angel Eyes. And um, I think Bob Newhart. He was he was an accountant before he became an actor, too. So there are some famous accountant actors. Apparently, not it's a that f- funnier, pro- funnier profession than we gave you credit for. Uh, Speaking of funny. Kevin Hart, what now? Yeah. Uh, this is a stand-up comedy special turned movie. Kevin Hart is apparently the highest grossing comedi- or comedian working right now. Oh, okay. I can see that. He, this film was filmed in Philadelphia's outdoor venue where they set a record for the largest comedic concert. Have you? Uh, over 50,000 people showed up to watch him perform, and this was part of a tour that was the largest comedic comedic tour he had over 151 stops tour dates don't they normally like when they do these concert movies don't they do them over two or three days and kind of edit them together yeah i don't know if he did multiple times at the stadium but i mean you see this ginormous set with you know huge titan drons so if you're in the way back you know the nosebleeds you can still see him yeah, I mean, do you have to be able to see the comedian in order? I I think you might have to be able to see Kevin Hart in order for it to understand mm-hmm. it. In order to understand his humor, you might have to be able to see him. I think he's a very visual humorist. Yeah, but I just I mean the size of that. You know I, I Andy couldn't Rooney. I couldn't imagine because to me comedy, especially stand up comedy, needs to be in smaller theaters, not because the person can't pull in a larger crowd, but because there's supposed to be some sort of intimacy there. Yeah, but not for a concert movie. I guess. I've heard other comedians who have done stadiums or large venues, and they say the laughter rolls mm-hmm. because people in the back are hearing you slightly later than the people in the front. Oh. So you get this rolling laughter, and it throws off your timing and how you yeah, do your you jokes. Yeah, because you need the, the feedback from the crowd yeah. in order to understand how it's working, like how to pace yourself. Oh, yeah. Have you ever seen a concert, comedy concert movie in – well, have you ever seen a comedy concert? Yeah, yeah. I Big went, venue comedy concert? I saw Gallagher with about 2,000 <laughs> other people. Okay. Is that big time? I'm not talking about a Bush Gardens. No, no, no. This was down in uh, Norfolk or Virginia Beach. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure Gallagher counts. I, it was a bit like 2,000 per okay. seat theater. And, of course, you, you had have to sit in the front. Oh, yeah. yeah. We were in the splash zone. Okay. <laughs> All right. Gallagher. That's a good one. Have you? Who have you no, I haven't seen? even. I, I I don't even remember ever seeing a concert movie in the theater. I'm like, I remember the first concert movie that I remember seeing was Bill Cosby's. Uh, I think it's just Bill Cosby. Is Bill Cosby himself or something? Yeah, something yeah. like that. And around the same time, the highest grossing concert comedy movie of all time came out, which was uh, Eddie Murphy's Raw. The top ten comedy movies, comedy concert movies. All of them are black performers. There's Richard Pryor. There's uh, Kevin Hart. Mm-hmm. The aforementioned uh, uh, Eddie Murphy. Murphy. And then there's the Kings of Comedy and all that. Who do you think is in the top ten that's not African-American? The Blue Collar Comedy Tour? Jeff no. Foxworthy? No. Uh, Dunham. Jeff Dunham? No. I don't know. Bette Midler. 
<laughs> she did a comedy? Yeah, apparently in 1978 or something, she did uh-huh. a, a movie called Divine Madness. So, I don't think I've ever seen a Kevin Hart movie. I've seen Kevin Except Hart Except for... Grudge Match and except for the ones I have seen, Central Intelligence. No, I haven't seen that. Um, Secret Life of Pets. Okay, he yeah. may have been the best part of Secret Life of Pets. He was quite good. In it. Yeah, I, I don't know why you go to the theater to watch this. It's a niche crowd, I, I guess. I mean, to me, I can definitely wait for this to come out on video. Of course, it's not going to cost you much to film it. Probably production budget under four or five million. I don't know. But so the, it'll make its money back easily. Kevin Hart's Let Me Explain made $32 million on its opening weekend. Yeah. Does this beat that? Ooh, I don't know. He, uh, Kevin Hart has said this is his last uh, uh, comedy special. Okay. Because he said, after you, play, after you play an NFL stadium, where do you go from there? There's nowhere to go but down. He wants to go out on top. Hey, Dice Clay famously did uh, The Day the Laughter Died in, I think, a gas station. Well, that was a great comedy album. Believe me, Kevin Hart, you can't turn down fifty million dollars or you know, fifteen million dollars or. Okay, I mean the money he made from this tour is ridiculous. The money he's making from the movies he's doing. I mean, they're filming Jumanji right now with him and The Rock and Jack Black. Oh, he's in a lot of movies with The Rock, isn't he? Yeah, they're apparently good bunnies. Uh, right. He's making quite a bit of money. All right. Fair enough. So, and then the, the last film coming out is Matt Steele, which is the adventures of a teenager, Matt's McGrath, whose alien companion Steele helps him harness and combine tremendous power to evolve into this turbo supercharged superhero, Matt Steele. Apparently, you know, this is based on like a Nintendo the, or a Nickelodeon property. I don't know, but the tone in your voice about this movie. Yeah, it just it, doesn't do it, it for me. It mimics. My tone about these kinds of movies. All right. Well, then you can champion this film. From I will champion this. 80% on Rotten Tomatoes right now. With four reviews? I don't know. Uh, Stuart Hendler is the director. Uh, but the screenplay is by Chris Yost, who was the uh, he was the head writer for Marvel Comics animated series, The Avengers, Earth Mightiest Heroes, which I know you're a big fan of the DC animated universe. But I think that you've liked some of the... Marvel animated movies. Yeah, it's all right. Uh, all right. I, I don't know. It's rated PG thirteen. Has a runtime of an hour and a half. Well, he's he's a I screenwriter for Thor Rangorik. So if this was him making a little short story for you know preparation for Thor Rangorik, I have high hopes for that movie. So I have high hopes for Max Steel. Probably won't be seeing it. But nevertheless, apparently there's a TV show. Maybe it's beloved. Uh, we just might be a generation or two too old for well, this. It's got Andy Garcia in it. He's Dr. Miles Edward Edwards in the movie. And Andy Garcia is doing anything he can right now. Oh, okay. So he, I, I think he's at that point where he just has to accept roles. He's got to pay the bills. All right. So he's the, uh, he's the, the poor man's, uh, De Niro. <laughs> okay. So he's the poor man's Robert De Niro? Yeah, pretty much. All right. So, uh, of these three, what Maria are, Bello? Yeah, she's fine. Right. But uh, it doesn't make me run out to theaters. History of of these three, Matt Steele, Kevin Hart, what now, and uh, The Accountant, what would you recommend? Clearly The Accountant. I agree. Uh, next week, we'll have a review of it. Yes. All right. Uh, what if you're staying home this weekend? All right. I was really impressed with this movie, and I've been very impressed with Jamie Dornan as a as an actor, I saw him in TV's the fall on Netflix over the summer. And, uh, 
There are two episodes of that. I think the third season has come out, but it's over there in the BBC world, so I don't think we've seen it yet. But I Pick Movies um, has a contract with Netflix to stream online and release in theaters on the same day. One of the movies that they have picked, I think there's ten movies that they're doing like this. One of the movies that they picked for this distribution, which has raised the ire of a lot of theater owners, is The uh, Siege of Jodotville. Uh, by directed by Richie Smith and written by Kevin Broadbin and Declan Power. This stars uh, Jamie Dornan, Mark Strong, and a number of other character or another number of other Irish or British actors that I don't know. So I'm not going to mention them because I don't really know how to pronounce their names. But it's the gripping true story of incredible bravery against impossible odds. I'd never heard about this. Apparently, in 1931. A U.N. battalion of 150 Irish soldiers under the command of uh, Patrick Quinlan, played by Jamie Dornan, fought against a combined force of over 3,000 French and Belgian mercenaries and Congolese troops to protect a small mining village. Um, Guillaume Canet is a character who plays the French commander who sought to defeat Quinlan. And they, I don't want to spoil anything about the movie, but it's fascinating to watch and it's fascinating to hear about. And it made me go, you know, check out the Wikipedia article about it. Uh, and potentially I'll read the book. It's based on the clan Powered's book, uh, the siege of Jodotville, the Irish army's forgotten battle. Apparently, um, because there were a UN force and there was a lot of cross political uh, intrigue going on. The true story of this siege was never fully revealed until 2005. Mm-hmm. Uh, and these guys, a lot of these guys are still around. Some of them, a lot of them were around in 2005, but they, you know, were not able to, uh, fully be recognized for the incredible feat of bravery that they, that they, uh, that they endured or that they suffered there at Jodotville. It was, a uh, Historical war film uh, screened at the Galway Film Festival and received a standing ovation upon the uh, the end of the movie. So, hey, it's a great war movie. It's a great little story. Uh, I don't want to say anything more about it, but um, I'm I'm interested to see you watch it. All right, because so, there it sounds are, a little it, bit like Zulu. It has a little. It has some drawbacks. All right. Yeah, uh, but that's a much older movie, right? This has modern filmmaking techniques. Yeah, but uh, was a TV same show? time period, right? That I'm not aware of. I, I don't remember. Was that a TV show that came out a few years ago? Zulu? Yeah. I'm talking the old... The 1970s movie? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. No, I, I really don't know. I, I didn't know about this uh, little slice of history. It involved um, the UN, the, the burgeoning UN in the Cold War uh, that surrounded these events. So it has Russia's a big player in it, America's a big player in it, and then these Irish troops are sort of caught in the middle. Of the, they're like this political football um American football that they have to kick back and forth to, uh, and, and they suffer as a, as a result of it. It's a fascinating movie. There are some drawbacks, but I'd rather talk about them off the air. Fair enough. All right. That's, so that's my net pick of the week. I like it. The Siege, Siege. of Jodotville. I think it's Jodotville. Jodotville. Yeah. All right. Uh, if you head by the Red Bots this weekend, you can pick up The Infiltrator. It was one of the more interesting films to come out this past summer. stars Brian Cranston as a U.S. Customs official who went undercover to try and bring down Pablo Escobar. 
he acted as his, acted as his money launderer, at least on a fairly small scale. I mean, we're still talking millions and millions of dollars. Uh, the film also has John Leguizamo and Diane Kruger. Diane Kruger, she's uh, great. Yeah, it was a good film. Came out early July. We reviewed it back on episode one sixty three of the Laugh Podcast. Yeah, uh, we both enjoyed it. I think I enjoyed it a little more than you. Yeah, did. we argued about it. Uh, not a perfect film, but it's interesting. Uh, especially with some of the other kind of gangster mm-hmm. crime films that have been coming out recently. Yeah. I think you like that Johnny Depp film yeah, a little Black more. Yeah, Black Mass. I compared it to Black Mass. It's about the same tone. Yeah, that would make for a good Tiger. double feature if you had an afternoon free and you I, wanted to fill that this weekend. One of the minor characters in this movie is uh, it's going to be the feature of Tom Cruise's next movie, Mina. He's the pilot that uh, it, that hangs out with the infiltrator. While he's doing some infiltrating. Uh, John Mina, I think, is his name. So, yeah, so, there's some lot of interesting side stories with that whole controversy down there. Yeah, so. I think the infiltrator is kind of interesting. Uh, there was one other film we just wanted to mention in passing. It's coming out in very limited release. Oh, yeah, that's right. Shin Godzilla. This was right. the newest Godzilla film. It was doing quite well over in Japan. And there was so much interest apparently over here that some theaters will be running it starting this Wednesday. A monster, a movie monster so famous you could make a sequel about just one body part. Apparently this is also the biggest Godzilla ever. They made this Godzilla taller, oh, larger right. than any po- previous ones. Well, so. I was sorely disappointed in the Godzilla reboot by Gareth Edwards. Well, this is classic uh, Gojira Godzilla. Oh, I thought it was just a shin. Yeah, but Gojira, isn't that the way they say yeah. Godzilla? Yeah, I know. Whatever. So uh, that's Kaiju. Theaters. Yeah, if, if you wanted your monster film, you got this weekend to go watch it. If you're staying at home, like we said on Netflix, it's The Siege of uh, Jodotville. Yeah. Uh, Red Bots is The Infiltrator. Also coming out in theaters is Matt Steele, Kevin Hart, What Now, in the film we're recommending, the Ben Affleck starring film, The Accountant, which we will have a review for you on episode 188 next week so thank you for joining me L-Train thank you there be dragons